Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzie Stevens. The New England Patriots have landed in Green Bay, Wisconsin, home of the Packers and historic Lambeau Field for a couple of joint practices in anticipation of their pretend season game number two. The debut of Zeke will be likely happening this week as well. And if any of the joint practices around the NFL this week are any indication, we could be in for a fight club. Or at least something extra chippy and entertaining. And I necessarily wouldn't hate it because I like entertainment. This is Breaking Boston for Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. It's Fitzy and Hart together again. Your six ring guys talking Patriots football. And Andy, my God, people just can't keep their hands off each other at all these joint practices around the NFL. I don't know if you had a chance to see any of the uh, commanders although maybe soon they'll be called the redskins again at least now you don't get in trouble for saying that name as much now that the petition is going around to change the name back and they'll have their fourth name in five years coming up pretty soon the commanders versus the ravens was just a a flat-out world star video this week mark andrews body slamming people emmanuel forbes looking the part of a first round draft pick jumping all over people zay flowers cooking cooking backs left and right there's been jets can't keep their hands off each other uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think we're going to see when practice breaks later today? Patriots looking to uh, perhaps maybe establish an identity. Will they have a chip well, on their shoulder after the, that the first big question performance last Thursday at home even the Packers, the Packers Bengals uh, about a week ago in joint practices had some scuffles and some some issues there. And, you know, I, it it's funny that the uh, Matthew Slater tried to get ahead of this uh, the other day at Gillette they, Stadium in his interview with the media talking about, you know, we understand it gets hot, but we'd hope we everybody will hold themselves to a professional standard. And we know Bill Belichick hates fighting. We know what happened last year with Kendrick Bourne and the fight that was sort of part of the Bourne doghouse mm-hmm. wasted season thing. Um, and but there's also coaches that are like, yeah, this is football. Yeah, yeah. camp hasn't started till you had your first fight. You're a little fracas. And it's funny. Last night, I happened to come across my social media feed uh mike vrabel i think it's an old clip from when he was on one of the barstool podcasts talking about training camp the first year rodney harrison where rodney harrison lights up kevin falk in the flat and everybody's yelling at him Stephen neal wanted to fight him and he's like bleep you and then dante scarnecchia our friend uh said something to harrison and harrison responded f you i'll f you up old man too mm-hmm. and, and and like mike vrabel turned to Brewski and apparently said, oh, we got a dude here. We got a dude that's on our side now. Like, this guy's the man. So it's still football. Oh, my God, yes. And Side so, note, can I say I miss those? Now I understand why we miss those days. Back, right? Like, but some – and guess what that defense was? Awesome. That defense was physical. That defense had a swagger. So, yeah. And <laughs> – what did we have, by the way, against old men in 2003 in sports? You got you got Harrison threatening to but fight Skarnekia. Like you got time, Pedro rolling Zimmer on the field. It, and I'm sure Bill <laughs> tries to manage it. But sometimes you got to you know stand up for yourself. Sometimes you got to set a tone and, and have an edge. Now, I will say, I told you, I told you mm-hmm. long ago, and I know I've said this to you, I've said this to Paul Perillo, I've said this to Mike Giardi, 
The peanut punch is at the root of half of these fights on the training camp field. The Travis Kelsey stuff from Kansas City, like the first week of camp, and yesterday at Commander's Ravens with with Forbes. When you Mm -hmm. throw that peanut punch and it's either a little bit late or it misses the ball and you end up getting punched in the side or you end up – that is the root of some of these Mm -hmm. disagreements. And I actually think down the road the NFL is going to have to look into it. If you throw haymakers, even if you intended to throw toward the football, if you don't actually hit the football, now you're just assaulting the other person in a way that's not really allowed for, right? Now we're going back to the 70s where you can clothesline people over the middle. So keep in mind that. But, no, I I do think it'll be interesting, especially for a team. Patriots, offensive line is in question. That's a place where physicality, you hope, occurs. I don't know if it will occur. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the way this team is built around defense, right? And they're going to go against a young, um, budding, building offense. So I think there's certainly room for Love and Christian Watson and some of those guys to be like, oh, this is the big, bad Patriots defense. Well, let's show them a thing or two on the practice field. So I do think there's a chance you see some um, issues. Also, I would throw out there, Bill Belichick and Matt LaFleur aren't exactly kissing cousins. This isn't Vrabel Belichick. This isn't McDaniels Belichick where it's one of his guys. This is sort of an outside the family guy on the other side. Not the family guy. Outside of the family fellow on the other side of the ball. Yes. Um, And I just wonder how that plays into it because Matt LaFleur is not beholden to Bill Belichick in any way. And like, I would hope not bowing down at the altar. He's going to do what he thinks his team needs to have done to be a good football team come September. Yeah, I just did a quick check, by the way, to see if weather, which is always a factor, will play into the equation as well. It'll be in the mid-80s today yeah. for the Wednesday joint practice session. So that may they may start feeling that under the pads. Tomorrow, mid-70s, yep. maybe not so much. And it's usually the first day when a lot of these scuffles and skirmishes take place. Now, when you say Matt LaFleur is a not exactly, he's not a Belichick guy, he's sort of outside the family, I'm sure there'll be due deference paid to him as well, but... You're looking at two teams, each of whom has a lot to prove. One who literally just lost their greatest quarterback of all time, who now is on the Jets. We'll get to Hard Knocks just a, a little bit later as I finished up episode two last night. It was reasonably impressed, Hard Knocks imp- hard knocks factor or not. And then you have the Patriots, who are now in their fourth year after losing their greatest quarterback of all time, still looking to find an identity. Or if they thought they were building toward one, They removed the identity last year. And as you said, uh, the identity of the Patriot way became making more mistakes and getting in your own way as opposed to actually being the smarter, uh, greater, more intelligent of the two teams on the field at all times as they were during their double dynastic run. Uh, Green Bay now trying to get the Jordan Love era kicked off. They're going to really try to find a way to install the Matt LaFleur offense, which is a variation of the Kyle Shanahan. It's a little West Coasty. You got all your zone reads. This will be great for the Patriots to deal with in terms of modern NFL, mobile quarterbacks, which they've had a hard time dealing with throughout the entire Bill Belichick era, and vice versa. Like you pointed out, the Patriots kind of, you know, Maybe it'll be the offensive line getting extra chippy because, boy, did they look bad last week, and do they need to start moving some people around and opening up some holes. Maybe Zeke blasts through a hole and lets people know he's here now and he's going to be a factor to deal with. Maybe it's a guy like your favorite, the ultra tryhard himself, Marte Mapu. If he's out of his red non-contact jersey and takes part in his first joint practices, maybe he comes in like a heat seeker on somebody 
light someone up. And next thing you know, hands are being thrown, yellow G's and flying Elvises are, are going around left and right. Or maybe they just have a really good practice and we hear about Mac Jones coming to life and Jordan Love is the real deal. Draft Christian Watson. Oh, and, uh, you know, Hunter Henry making up for the lack of Mike Kosicki now that he got injured. Speaking of which, that's uh, this whole like, oh, it's a mild separation. In case anyone didn't hear, Mike Kosicki got hurt in a tackling drill with Jelani Tavai this week. And, uh, you know, Rap Sheet, Doc Flynn, all the people that usually carry the water for someone else's diagnosis or come in with a secondary diagnosis said, if it's a mild separation, he might be okay for week one. Andy, how can a guy who uses his long arms to help him gain separation and high point the football uh, down the field and in the red zone be ready in a couple of weeks for full contact against one of the most well, aggressive and, and defenses that's what I in the just NFL real quick. after his uh, shoulder just came out of its location. Um, separation is actually a, a separate issue. And there yeah. was some um, mild misreporting or people conflating okay. the you. two, I believe. So the AC joint is over in here and that's an AC mm -hmm. separation. That's famously Jimmy Garoppolo right. had that. And it was about uh, pain management mm -hmm. and all that. The dislocation means, Anyone who has watched, um, what's the uh, Mel Gibson come back. movie? Right, when right, he right. pops it in, yeah, that's what we're talking about. And it's easy Lethal for a reporter when he just, to write mild dislocation yeah. when a ball comes out of a socket. Like that's easy for you to say, and it might look easy on TV screens for Mel Ki uh, Mel Mel Kiper. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> Mel Gibson to pop it back in. <laughs> for Mel Kiper. Right. Um, Todd, 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 you. my shoulder's out of joint again. Todd, a, Todd. I think it's concerning for the injury. B, you don't have any depth at tight end. Uh, C, oh my God. His name r r rhymes oh, with Andy. Don't Gretz. say that. Oh, Some wait, people that get their feathers in a name. whole ruffle um, in the. <laughs> um, and, you I know, was going to say Mandy Fresh. You could have gone Mandy Fresh. Sets. And this idea that a lot of people believe Gasicki is like one of the keys to it. He's going to catch 8, 10, 12 touchdown passes, red zone target, this whole thing. It is way less than ideal that he is missing a month of football here or so before the season even starts. And I also have this belief. I've been comparing this to um, Ikea furniture and no shots at our friends at Ikea furniture, but it is made to be assembled and then left where it is. Anyone who's ever moved right. a piece of Ikea furniture, when you get it to the next place, it's got a little wiggle to it, a little give. And mm -hmm. then if you move it one more time from your college apartment to your first home to your second home, now it's really swaying and you're like, hey, it's probably time to throw this out because all these joints, all these little pegs and screws are getting a little loose. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because you got everything put together with Allen wrenches and fall a particle board. And by the way, side note, if you go from college dorm to first apartment to moving in with uh, someone else no, and you still have your original Ikea furniture, we, we may need to have a conversation. It may be time for just a little growing up. Oh, now you're supposed to now you're supposed to go from Ikea That's what I to did. Jordan's, Andy, or maybe Ray Moore and Flanagan or one of the other adult furniture. I think I went Bernie and Phil's uh, right, for the so, first uh, post-college uh, furniture. I run. as well. I'll, I think I got rid of most of my college furniture. That's nice. You know, you know what? Because it's quality, comfort and price. And that's nice. Um Yep. It's first one's free. The second <laughs> one. See if we can get any other local jingles in for sponsorships at the station. Hey, breaking, bre <laughs> breaking Boston is always the real deal. Um, so let's go over the 99 things the Patriots need to do this week at joint practice. All right. Uh, what else are you looking for? So, so 
we we know we want to see the offensive line. We know we're going to now need to see exactly what they're going to do. Is it going to be more 11 personnel? Which of these guys between Lumpkin, Ferkser, and Sokol will likely distinguish themselves to maybe necessarily hang on to the 53 because they're going to need a blocking tight end, go with some more jumbo packages, not tough style, if you will. Uh, we're looking for the offensive line to actually do their job, push some people around, open some holes, uh, and or keep Max off his ass this week. Uh what else are you looking for this week? Um, maybe on the defensive side of the ball, a dominant performance by the pass rush, uh, the secondary yeah, holding the up. Defense, and will we see John see Jones, who basically hasn't practiced in The team two defense weeks, has been good in practice. The second team good defense was good in the preseason opener. Like, continue that pass rush momentum. Um, just to circle back real quick, I'd also like to see my like most likely candidate to start a fight and that would be Jabril Peppers to yep. take somebody's head off in some drill. Um, we know how he plays and we know how that might get under the skin of some packer. Um, so I put him out there and then offensively I'd like mm-hmm. to see some receiver have a day whether it's Parker Thorn I don't even really care. Juju, somebody have a day. I would like a receiver to be a positive start to finish kind of talking point where you're like, "Oh, Maybe he's going to be the guy because Mm -hmm. it's great that we're talking about Hunter Henry. It's great that we're talking Demario Douglas. I think you, you need one of those big Mm -hmm. three quote unquote to pop, do something to be consistently good. And then I'll throw out there for gimmicky purposes. I am. And you know, you love when I use this word, a bit fascinated by Malik Cunningham and the fact, not that he was Mm -hmm. good in the preseason game, Mm -hmm. The fact that as soon as he oh. was good in the preseason game, Bill Belichick gave him legitimate there QB reps, reps he had not gotten prior to that point to fuel the narrative and give us more meat on that talking point bone. So I would say Malik Cunningham, what's he doing out there? Now, he may not see the effing field because mm-hmm. sometimes in these, it's all ones. It's like 85% ones. It could be all Mac, and that's good. That's important. That's fun to watch, and that's where I – right. Yes, but Absolutely. what if they give that him, Andy, you're right, but what if they give him like a handful of one, some yes. PCs, PCs um, crumbs to follow toward where we're going with E.T. Yeah, that's yes, weird. maybe those will be a couple extra pickles on the Cadillac pie. No, it's as like, Mike, I've had as pickles Mike Cadillac, on pizza. Usually it's like a cheeseburger it's, pizza it's or fine. something. Some fancy. It's perfectly fine. I mean, it's so good. So mm-hmm. good. But he just gets cheeseburger like, pie, by the way, highly underrated as far as a bar a pie weird. goes. So good. Absolutely. <laughs> just as a side, I know. I mean, banana peppers, I can understand. I wouldn't straight up, I'm not going to hate on it, but I wouldn't necessarily go pickles first. But, you know, then again, the youth, the people that are half our age at this point, uh, they, they look at the game and pizza, social engagements and everything just a little differently. And before we start... St- and that's fine for them. Good. And I, before we start steering down to Boomer Lane here, um, I agree. I would love to see Malik Cunningham uh, get wide receiver reps. Hey, is he going to flash that way? Can he make a meaningful catch in a joint practice? Do they give him a couple of reps with the ones? I kind of don't need to see anything else. Yeah. We, we both know we're all set with Trace McSorley. We, that, and that's just, that's fate accompli. He'll be gone any day now if they're even going to do arm management oh. and throw him a couple of oh. reps. Uh, I kind of also don't need to see much more from Bailey Zappi. I need to see Mac Jones, 
No, I know what I'm going to get. I know what I'm going to get. There is no competition in the first place. If anything, it's not Malik Cunningham competing to be QB2. It's Malik Cunningham proving that keeping him on the roster is worthy of a quarterback spot slash receiver spot slash special team slash whatever the hell they can figure out to do with him. If that was just a flash in the pan last week, thank God he gave us something to be excited about late on a dismal, unattended night in early August in Foxborough. If he does it again, now we may have a legitimate camp story. And as to your point on the receivers, I think Green Bay makes a great matchup this week for the first joint practice because A, they have a better than advertised pass rush, and B, they have good corners. Razul Douglas and Jair Alexander are two high quality. They're not elite, but they're very good starting cornerbacks. So if Bourne, Parker, Thornton, Douglas, etc., are going to find ways to get open and connect with Mac if he's got the time, then against some quality cornerbacks would be a solid point. Um, I did also just want to mention, I caught up, uh, episode two of Hard Knocks came out last night, Tuesday, caught up with that. I understand the Hard Knocks effect always sexes up these teams. We all think we need to draft all these players from them. We easily give them three wins above television or whatever the factor is because that we, we get compelled by these characters, this, that, and the other. Straight up, I, I think the, the the Jets, I know Cadillac has been riding the AFC East champion thing. I've said for a while that they could be a problem. When will New England come around on the idea that, that the Jets are probably going to be, so long as Rodgers and his uh, calves are going to be a good team, or is it just always going to be Patriots fans can't ha- have to emotionally the keep the you Jets your people under thumb because world. they can't handle the idea that the Jets might I actually be I take great good. pride that I've brought some credibility to the Fitzgerald character, but you and your people can't handle it. And and you know why? Because they're you. They are you. You used to be My laughing stocks. You used to suck in the late 80s and early 90s. And the Pats, Pats are going to Pats. Patriots will always be the Patriots. Blah. And you, you don't want uh-huh. them to ascend where you ascended to, win the division, have your fun quarterback, go to the Super Bowl. You people are insecure. You people can't let somebody else have it. And the reality is the Jets are going to be good. If Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, the Jets are going to be – I'm not predicting titles or anything like that. They're going to be a good football team. That's all I'm predicting yeah. if he's healthy. Oh, yeah, I know. He's had – there was the calf that bothered him during OTAs. Now the oh, other calf bothered him a little bit. Could just be dehydration in the summer. He's also 40 years old. These things happen as a man. Well, is, he celebrates with, with oh, Sauce Gardner the, with the like ayahuascas a, and a totally the ghee barfs and everything else. Practices. They're practicing their joint handling and, like – You think there's any players that were, like, that, yeah, the, the first time they like heard, yeah, we're going to yeah, hold joints with the Packers. <laughs> player was like – He's a straight – Coach, did you – is this are – you, are you punking me? <laughs> oh no coach i got coach i got some gummies in my backpack nobody has joints anymore you want do i have a i got a i got one of those vape pens you need one of those things coach like that's that's not how we roll anymore now i i just think like i know devin mccourty uh who's doing a great job in his first foray into media after uh helping at, at the patriots in stadium practice introducing the new jumbo board and being a presence there the, then that weekend he go he just goes to the Twitter and says you know like hard knock is hard knocks is providing some good content and he you know this this seems like a compelling season the clapback he got from Pat's fans unbelievable like just it's interesting why is it not interesting that's it's gonna be not only a legitimate rivalry you've got like the 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 Jets represent Andy 
either like the the best chance we have to see either the 2011 Philadelphia Eagles Dream Team Part Two, where they assemble a huge cache of draft pick stars, etc., and it can flame out massively, or they might be really damn good, and they could also take out the Dolphins and the Bills in the process. No, you're not going to probably win both games against them like you've been doing wash, rinse, repeat for the better part of a decade or two decades. However, however. It because should be some good football. Somehow, Why can't we just appreciate the theater? We won six Super, Super Bowls the last two damn decades. Dynasty in the history of the game. You people are ridiculously insecure. And by the way, I'll include the head coach in there. The head coach who said, "Why should we be excited about this year's the last twenty-five years?" No one has proven himself more insecure than Bill Belichick, and he should be the most secure man on the planet. He kicked ass, took names, redefined what football domination was, and somehow he was left to be sensitive. And you people are as insecure or more sensitive than your head coach. Wow. All right, I'll leave you on that one, folks. Let's hope that coming out of joint practices, we feel a little more confident, comfortable, insecure in ourselves, in our fandom, and with our football team. What are the storylines you're looking for? Give us a shout at Jumbo Hart at Fitzy GFY. Make sure you follow both of us at Mike Cadlick as well. The Six Rings and Football Things podcast will keep you up to date all throughout the week. Mike Catholic's going to talk to Taylor Kyles from CLNS Media to get a post-practice report. We're hoping to hook up with Patriots.com guy Mike Dussault tomorrow. We'll have our preview. And, of course, the FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week. Listen to your boys, Jumbo and Fitzy. We went 2-0 and last week. You want to make some money, honey? You tune into your Six Rings, guys. Thank you very much, Coop. Good job, as always. This has been Breaking Boston for Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. Joint practice. Combined practices. Ahoy, everybody.